back to Page 8. Today I'm joined by a now a two-time guest, T.P. Hammock. How are you doing today, T.P.? I'm doing great. I'm doing a lot better than I was on Friday. Uh, I was covering an equestrian event for a class, and I, uh, while I was at the event, I actually picked up a stomach virus, so I was uh, not able to finish said event. So it was a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty rough weekend, but I'm doing great today. Rough week at the tracks. I mean, it was it was my first time going to an equestrian. It was uh, it's pretty entertaining. It's uh, first time, like I said, and uh, I just hate it ended the way that it did for me. <laughs> Well, I just you know not not a very fun thing to go through. I know, no. Um, but but Auburn did get a victory on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They did. That's right. Auburn, we're back. We're back. <laughs> yes, we beat a horrible Mississippi <laughs> State team, but we're back, baby. Um, this goes back to my Auburn takes all year have been very iffy because I I still feel like we had a chance of being like the worst SEC. We still have a chance of being the worst West. Yeah. Yeah. Um, team, I think. Well, well, states in the West, right? I think. Yes. So never mind. Never mind. So never mind. We don't. We're not. Well, if the they upset someone, that I mean, th- there's the Egg Bowl, Denver, Ole Miss. That's always a close game. Yeah, that, that is true. It's always like it's closer than upset. people think. Yeah, it's true. Before we get into that, though, touch on the volleyball team as usual. Cause oh yes, their flowers. They beat Georgia. Friday, three to two, at Athens, and then they beat some school in Tuscaloosa, three to one. Mm. Um, at so that's you know we're rolling again because they had, they had a little hiccup. Yeah, um, they did. They against they, Missouri a while back, but now that seems they're getting back in rhythm. Yeah, that was strange. You know, I, I do a lot of the volleyball previews with mm-hmm. the Plainsmen, and I enjoy them a lot because I I just enjoy learning more about the sport as a whole and. Uh, that loss to Missouri was strange. Yeah, it Missouri, was. Missouri was like pretty inconsistent. They weren't bad. They weren't bad. They were just very on and off, and they were off at that time. And uh, I came into Neville, and they they swept Auburn, and I was pretty I was shocked honestly by that. But it looks like the Tigers, the Auburn Tigers, are back on track. Yeah, I'm really uh, excited for their postseason. Honestly, I feel like to see them how far they can get, just because we are an everything school, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know their seasons. I mean, so, how many more matchups do they have? I let's mean, see. They, we, there's we have AM uh this Sunday. Okay. Then Kentucky Wednesday, Missouri's again, LSU Alabama and then finish up against Arkansas on the 24th. So, I know Arkansas's good because mm-hmm. we went to Fayetteville and we got swept, but I think the other ones are pretty manageable. So, there's no Tennessee, who's really good, or mm-hmm. uh, Florida, who's historically good. So uh, I think the Tigers can close out strong, and uh, I'd have to check out. I don't know if there's bracketology for mm-hmm. volleyball. but uh, <laughs> Make a bracket. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be pretty interested to see uh, what, they, uh, what they go into around postseason play. Yeah, I think, uh, as we've said multiple times, got to – Shout out at least the winning culture right now at the points. Yeah. <laughs> but as we said at the beginning of the podcast, yes, Auburn won beating Mississippi State 13-27. to TP, what was your takeaways from that game? First half, that was the best I've seen Auburn look all year. And mm-hmm. you can say, oh, what about UMass and Sanford? And no, this is against Power 5 competition. Mm-hmm. That was the best I saw Auburn. They – they did everything right, it felt like. I mean, Peyton Thorne, I'd not seen that Peyton Thorne ever. You know, like I said, I watched him back at Michigan State 
because I, I like to watch Big Ten football. He didn't look ever really that good, but he was very consistent. They got the mm-hmm. run game. The run, the run, the run game, game was huge. For, I think that was because 144 yards for uh, Jarquez Hunter. And wow. then, as you said, part, uh, Peyton Thorne, 20 of 26, 230 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions with an 88.5 QBR. Yeah, the first half, they just looked great, and I was very impressed, to say the least. I mean, I knew Mississippi State wasn't some world beaters, but I was impressed to see them finally make some sort of positive step that mm-hmm. we had been looking for because they had just been so dreadful <laughs> for the past couple of weeks offensively. So, And then the second half. The second half, it just felt like Auburn was like, okay, we're mailing it in. We've won. We beat this yeah. bad team. We beat the team that we kind of were But that's been consistent to. where like Auburn just does not show up in the second half. Because yeah. like, if they showed up in that second half against Georgia or Ole Miss, those games could have been closer than they were towards the end. Because I, I remember everyone was getting up and leaving during the half. Because like, if you watch the game, yeah. it, the student section was empty it was very disappointing it was very sad to see everyone like because in my head i was like guys why are we leaving have you not watched it all like the we last blew a lead time, to them in 2021 yeah i was about to say with you know the late great um, you know rest in peace mike leach you know his mm-hmm. squad they came in here they were down 28 to 3 with will rogers who wasn't able to play but mm-hmm. um and they came back and beat auburn and so i was thinking the same thing i was like what are y'all doing i was like this is a this is a proud program sure they're not great this year but you know Auburn's mm-hmm. not great either so yeah I, I didn't put it past him I was like especially I, I think I texted one of my friends I was like I'll only leave this game I think I was like telling like the third I'd get up and leave would be if Auburn holds them to like no points which they didn't do and then if Auburn scores like a touchdown which they also didn't do so I was like I guess I'm staying this whole game <laughs> to watch this out and then when it got to when there's like five, I think it was like five minutes or so left. Yeah. And Mississippi State had a chance. They did scoring. As a football watcher, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see them score just to make it interesting. But then, <laughs> as I was an Auburn fan, I was like, please, please. <laughs> no, nah, I was kind of so. the same way. I mean, in the second half, Mississippi State played a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they locked down on defense. Uh, I can, mean, there were so many like open passes for them, though. Yeah, like, and a lot of them were good throws as well. Mm-hmm. It was just like. Ex, you know, it was just catching the ball because Mississippi State weirdly doesn't have very good receivers this year. After years of recruiting air raid players, they received they had one good receiver. Griffith was his last name. He was he is very good. But uh, yeah. uh, I was gonna say Xavion uh, Thomas. He had nine receptions, one hundred and twelve yards. Really for Mississippi State. Really, I did not. I, I had, didn't see that one. Yeah, his long was the thirty two uh, thirty two yard, and he had the one touchdown That's right. for them. That's right. He made a really good catch there. But, uh, yeah, in the second half, they played a lot better. Um, I, I, I'm i surprised they didn't make it closer. But Auburn's red zone defense just, you know, they clamped down at the end. Mm-hmm. They, they made some really good plays. And there were some really good throws, too. Like, they were just, you know, perfectly defended by the Auburn uh, DBs, which we've said a lot this year. So. Yeah, Auburn DBs have done – the whole Auburn defense has done fairly well, like, with stopping the run at least. Like Yeah, because that they, was a problem last year. Like, the DBs have like allowed like or I guess not really not the DB maybe linebackers because they do leave the open the middle of the field yeah. open a good bit sometimes <laughs> and that's well, where we saw like Brock Bowers and <laughs> well okay well Brock Bowers is a little bit of I know, a different I know, animal I'm just saying like, that's gonna be a you know when you know top ten pick so. yeah when you know a top ten pick is on the field you, you need to throw focus it on him that's your out pitch that's gave what me, someone was saying give me a flash I don't know <laughs> it just makes me think of uh, all the memes. 
from when the Packers, Joe Barry, put Preston Smith on Justin Jefferson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, and then he did it again with Devontae Adams this year. Very miserable. At least, hey, this is my first win in October as a sports fan. Really? So, a little well, congratulations. Bias, get my bias out the way. I know. Woo. <laughs> Football. But, yeah, Auburn, uh, their offense, it's something we didn't see a lot this year. I think once the running game got going for us, that opened up so much for our passing because we had so many different people we utilized in the passing attack. Yeah. Did did Auburn not have a turnover? We did, uh, we did not have a I'm turnover. I'm about to say, that, that's another big deal right there. No. Yeah, we did not have a turnover. I was going to say, I knew uh, – Batsy uh, fumbled it, but we didn't lose it. Yeah, well, so so it doesn't go in the stat sheet. But uh, but no, yeah. I mean, I think it was a pretty good performance. If I could grade the first half, I'd give it a solid A. I mean, you know, A plus. You know, that's everything goes perfect. But you know, mm-hmm. A, I think that's pretty solid. And uh, I mean, we were up what twenty four to three, twenty yeah twenty four mm-hmm. into the half. Yeah, twenty four to three going into half, and then um, the second half I'd grade it like a solid C minus. I mean, it was yeah. it was just like very. It was kind of like defense. All right, we're going to – it was like offense, you know what, we – We're going to go home. <laughs> you know what, that was really good. It was a fun game. It was fun. You know what, the second half doesn't exist. We're just going to – we're going to go home. That was cool. We're going to put up a, a 49-yard field goal. Uh, McPherson's awesome, by the way. <laughs> uh, great kicker. Uh, so, yeah, I think that was – I think I'd give him like a C because the defense did do – they didn't do as well as they did in the first half, but mm-hmm. you know, they I think they were just out there more, so fatigue. But uh yeah, it was um it was it was a it was an impressive effort by Auburn. Yeah. So eleven different people had receptions. Wow. That that doesn't feel like an Auburn offense. No, it it <laughs> felt like it would go to Fairweather. Fair. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Hooks. <laughs> yeah, Fairweather had four receptions. Hooks only had one. Javarius uh, Johnson had two. Jay Fair had three. But yeah, we had we spread it out a good bit, which uh, I don't know if. But I think the biggest thing I wouldn't say just that was we were running tempo. Like we were doing a hurry up offense at the beginning of the game, and that's where we were. You could see us kind of like we're trying to move a little bit faster than usual. I think that's yeah. where we did our best. And then we slowed down in the second half, and the offense just couldn't do anything because I think we're trying to be a little too conservative with the play calling and not trying to blow the lead or something by throwing an interception or fumbling. Yeah, Peyton Thorne made a great throw on the goal line to Jeremiah Cobb to mm-hmm. like, at the end of the first half. I would like to point that out. It was probably the best throw he's made all season I don't think that's very close so uh is one of the better ones he's made all season I know he made some good ones in the Georgia game they just weren't mm-hmm. caught he played really good in the Georgia game they just you know the receivers didn't catch the football yeah that I just I really I mean just warm-ups I know I've said it before like just watching the warm-ups that day they were just dropping and I was like this is gonna <laughs> be a bad day yeah they, they did have a rough day and that that definitely uh played a factor in the outcome and the offensive line did well, like blocking wise, this week too. Yeah. They didn't like uh, give up many sacks. To yeah. uh, well, people forget that you know Mississippi State's head coach is Zach Arnett, who mm-hmm. was he's a defensive coordinator they gave up at heart. Zero sacks, only four tackle for losses. Wow. So wow, that's impressive. Like I said, Zach Arnett, he's a defensive coordinator, he's a defensive mm-hmm. guy. He calls their defense. He's very good. He almost got hired at many other places to be a a head coach or B mm-hmm. just to be a defense coordinator. So he's well respected in the coaching rank. So that's impressive that Auburn didn't give up a single sack. Uh, we wouldn't be saying that last year with that. <laughs> the no, last year. no, we would not be. <laughs>
it's it's crazy to think Auburn right now is in position. Obviously, we're all thinking like we're being like the realists. Auburn fans are like, oh, we're we're gonna be seven and five, but it's still possible because it's. I would say for the Iron Bowl because it's at Jordan Hare. Because you never know. It's really that's the only time I'm like, okay, it is weird. I know I've also said, you know, well, Penn State was at Jordan Hare and that wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But no, when when it comes to the rivalry games, I think like especially the Iron Bowl, it's always weird and like play close usually at Jordan Hare. So, but it's weird to me that we have a chance at being eight and four. This does not feel like an eight and four year. No, it doesn't, and it probably won't be eight and four at the end of the day. I mean, you know, uh, you'll hear people say this a lot, especially coaches. It is so hard to win on the road, and I do think Auburn's going to split these next two games. I know you're thinking, oh, but but TP, it's Vanderbilt and Arkansas. They've been bad, you know. Vanderbilt, you know, is Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. and Arkansas has been uncharacteristically bad. Yeah, that's true. But like I said, it's college football, and yeah, we just came We're off on the road. On games. the road, you know, you're going to Nashville or Fayetteville, and you'd probably want to go win in Nashville. You're more likely to win in Nashville or Fayetteville. It doesn't matter how bad they are; they do come to the football games, and they they are some proud fans up there in Arkansas. But uh, you're coming off your best performance of mm-hmm. the season. You know, that's going to be hard to replicate in your first half, you know, being that consistently good, you know. And, uh, you know, that's on film now. Coaches can study what you did in that first half. And so I think they're going to split those next two games because it's just so hard to win on the road, especially back-to-back. You know, mm-hmm. you got to come back, practice, back on the plane. You're going into enemy territory. So I can see us losing to Vanderbilt. Yeah. Instead of Arkansas, just because I feel like that's the one where like we could go in doubting them more than we should. Yeah, I think that's a I, that's where I was leaning as well, and uh, I know that may sound blasphemous, but here's the thing: Auburn does not, you know, Auburn doesn't need to like get up for the Georgia game or the Alabama game. You know, they're pumped already. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably don't even sleep the night before. For Vanderbilt, you don't really care. No offense, I'm not. You know, sorry, Commodore fans, you don't care. Vanderbilt, though, they don't play Auburn every year. They rarely play Auburn, honestly. It's once every, like, five years, it feels like. So you're telling me Vanderbilt's not going to get up for that game? I mean, they got their coach has been doing better with them. Uh, they've been more competitive, Clark mm-hmm. Lee. So it wouldn't surprise me if they got up and they were leading at halftime, and uh, I think some fans would be surprised. But at the end of the day, I mean, I know they got ran out the building by Ole Miss, but, you know. I think we're times, the so. only school with Vanderbilt that's not – ahead of them in our all-time head-to-head because we're tied with Vanderbilt 21-21 and so I think that'll be closer than people want to admit Mm -hmm. I just think like I said I think they're going to get up for that and you have to be on the road and you're going into you know you're not that excited to play Vanderbilt no no matter what the coaches say no matter what the players say no one goes oh I can't wait to play Vanderbilt. Yeah, I mean, no offense, but it's the truth. And I think Vanderbilt's like, yeah, we actually really do want to play Auburn. That's a historic program. They may not be great this year, mm-hmm. but that that means a lot, and that that's a big victory for you know them. You know that that's that's a building block right there. It's yeah, like I, if I remember correctly, I think we are. I want to say, I know I think we're top twenty in wins college football wise. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, we we are like a program that is you know, has a historical background in college football. So for Vanderbilt, this game, because they've been trying to build, no pun intended, with (laughs) the stadium, but, you know, because last year they had the win over Florida. And Kentucky. And Kentucky, and, like, it's like the little brother you root for. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, they're doing something right. 
I mean, they're competitive. I mean, this year against Georgia, they were competitive mm-hmm. against Georgia in Nashville. You know, I think that's another thing. I mean, like, we saw Georgia. Say, yeah, they went to Athens for that one. So, yeah, and they put up 20 on Georgia. That was in Athens? Mm-hmm. I thought that was in uh, Vanderbilt. Or I thought that was in No, Nashville. no, it wasn't Vanderbilt. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, right. see, that's another. I mean, that's a prime example right there. Should Georgia be in a 17-point football game with Vanderbilt? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. they were. I mean, like I said, I think that just goes to show, A, it's hard to win on the road, and B, it's hard to wake up and get pumped up to play an inferior opponent at the end of the day. Yeah, and then they just had, you know, had to play Ole Miss, but they got beat 33-7. to So that's the only Yeah, thing. Ole Miss got up. Ole Miss, so give yeah, I'm about to say, Ole Miss got up for that football game. Yeah, Ole Miss was ready to unleash some offense after last week. Yeah. Well, of these games this week, of the SEC, what other games stood out for you? Out to you. Well, we spoke on Georgia, so I'm going to talk about Georgia. They, right. they, I thought that without Brock Bowers, I thought they could struggle against Florida. I'm mm-hmm. not a big Florida supporter, but I thought they had looked better. I thought they were improving from where I had seen them in the start of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was in Jacksonville, and that's a big rivalry game. And Florida went down the field, scored 7-0. And then Georgia just unleashed a can of butt-kicking <laughs> upon Florida, and they scored 36 unanswered. And it, the final says 43-20. to 20. It was really about 43-7. to 7. So I was really impressed, and uh, it looks like Georgia's finally turning on their, uh, their star power. And uh, I will say this. I was a critique at, early in the year, but – Carson Beck looks really good. He, yeah. he he does look pretty good. He he was making some throws out there. I was like, wow, that's not just you know that's not just the receiver. He threw that ball open. That's what they'll tell you about in the NFL. You know, is your ability to throw in college. We see people throw to open receivers. You have to throw the you have to Maserati Maw. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that yep. came to my mind when but, you said that. Yeah, oh. you have to throw the ball. To get the receiver open, you know, you know this, Jack. You yeah. follow the NFL a lot. You know, we see quarterbacks do that a lot. So, but uh, yeah, that that was impressive. Carson Beck and the Georgia Bulldogs just hammering Florida. Yeah, he's nineteen of twenty-eight, three hundred and fifteen yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's all you uh, need. Which his leading receiver was? Uh, is it McConkey? McConkey. McConkey. Is I don't think no. It's just McConkey. McConkey. I think yeah. See, we were butchering this man's name. I'm sorry, but, Lad. I yeah, usually Lad. just call him Lad. That's his first name. Yeah. Lad, so. Well, he was Conkley. their leading receiver with six receptions, 135 yards for one touchdown. 54 was his longest. They had they actually had two uh, passing plays over 50 yards. Really? So mm. it's and then they're uh, they're getting Edwards. There. You know, he, he didn't do bad either. I mean, 15 uh, carries for 96 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I think. I think it's scary for see Georgia once their offense gets going. That's like a scary Georgia team you don't want to see. Yeah, and it definitely looks that way now. And I don't know when they face or when they go to Knoxville, but I know they have a date in Knoxville very soon. Uh, that'll be interesting to follow along. But, yeah, it looks like Georgia's starting to fire on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And what did you uh, – speaking of Knoxville, what did you think of uh, Tennessee and Kentucky? Boring. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was boring. And went the way it's something I thought. you usually don't say when you see a thirty-three to twenty-seven game, but I feel like yeah. Tennessee has kind of been boring a bit though. This yeah, year. I know, and it you, was. I mean, that's a robbery game, and, mm-hmm. but like, I know it's thirty-three to twenty-seven, but those teams just—I'm not impressed by either of their quarterback play. And Devin Leary was a very high 
prospect transfer. I know Auburn was, you know, interested in his services, mm-hmm. but he went to Kentucky and he's been not. He's, he played well though. I mean, they, yeah. What was the stat line? Twenty-eight, thirty-nine. Of, I mean, thirty-nine, three hundred and seventy-two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's been that was his best game because yeah. he had been very average up to that point. I mean, and uh, so he he was doing well in that, but. Um, you know, overall though for the season, I haven't been impressed with Devin Leary, and I really haven't been impressed with Joe Milton because I saw a bunch of posts about how he can throw an orange three thousand yards or something <laughs> like that, and I'm like, well, that's great. Let's see it. Let's see a football, and let's see him throw it to human beings. So yeah, that's what I told Jacob at the end of the season on our first podcast to kick us off, which was players like that that they get hyped up for their arm talent. Don't. It's usually like a bad sign, in my opinion. Yes. QBs, I think of like, oh, this person has that arm talent. I think Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. I think um, Zach Cord- Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson? Not Cordero Patterson. Mm-hmm. What was his name? He played at Ohio State. Oh, Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. I excuse Yeah. 12 me. Gauge was his 12 nickname. Gauge. I don't know why I said Cordell Patterson. Because when I said it, I was like, that's not right. That's 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 a former receiver, now running back for them. <laughs> yeah. He's a but, great um, returner. <laughs> but yeah, players like that, I think just. It usually doesn't really work out necessarily. No, it doesn't. And uh, you can pull up his numbers right here, Jack. Yeah, but he, his numbers weren't bad. It's just he's not. Well, doing, for a season though, I, that's what I was. Referring yeah, to. his for a season, his. I don't think he's done as well as people expect. Like he's thrown yeah. for uh, seventeen hundred and sixty-three yards for three thirteen touchdowns and four interceptions. Okay, so he's been he's been he's able been to a decent college QB. Yes. At the SEC level, you need someone that's going to be... For how much people were putting, buying, you know, selling his stock to, you know, just readers and listeners and all that, they were like, Mm -hmm. oh, this guy is humongous. He has a great arm. He's going to win the Heisman. No, that's not how it works. Uh, You know, he could, yes, but anyone can. I mean, but uh, yeah, it was... uh, He's been... Decent, like you said, he's been decent, but there were a lot of high expectations for him in the Vols this year. Yeah. Speaking of the Heisman, who do you think is right now the Heisman leader? I'm, I'm sticking with Michael Penix. Mm-hmm. That's what Vegas favors. Did you know Bo Nix played at Auburn. Did he now? <laughs> <laughs> I love that stat. He gets thrown out there every now and then. Oh, I know. I hear about oh. it. He's been he's been cooking, uh, yeah. but he cooked Utah. That was impressive. But uh, I would say Penix. I would say now I don't want to put him up here, but I have a just because of Vegas has him. JJ McCarthy, mm-hmm. but they haven't played anyone. They've had a very bad schedule up to this point, and they play Penn State next Saturday, not this Saturday, but that next Saturday. So we'll see because that's a very good that's a very good defense there. Their offense is hit or miss, but as someone who saw it in person, their their defense is very good. So uh, I'd do that, and then number three, I'd have Marvin Harrison Jr. because you just you throw it his way, and he makes the best catch you've seen all day. And people just Maserati go, Maserati Mar. That's what they say. They go, Maserati Mar. But he's just, oh. he is unguardable. He is legit unguardable. Mm-hmm. He is six foot four, and he catches anything that's literally in the vicinity. The only problem with Ohio State is that the quarterback sometimes can't get it within his vicinity. So the only people that were able to guard, or the only team that was able to guard, Marvin Harrison Jr. was Notre Dame, and their corner's like projected to be. I think he's a sophomore, but next year he's projected mm-hmm. to be like top ten, top five. And uh, Brennan, 
uh, it's I'd have to pull up his name, but he was incredible that game, and he did very well. So, uh, but yeah, I would have Marvin Harrison at number three. Yeah, the top five is you have Michael Penix Jr. Or yeah, top five. Yeah, Michael Penix Jr., JJ McCarthy, Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, and Jordan Travis. Those are so. Your... So I got the name of that Notre Dame corner. It's a uh, Benjamin Morrison. Benjamin Morrison. So listen for that name. Uh, come NFL draft time, whenever it's time for him. But yeah, that that sounds about right though with the Vegas odds. So, uh, but well, let's get into some matchups for the weekend. Of course. Starting out with Texas A&M at number eleven, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is favored by three. I'm surprised it's that low. I think Ole Miss is going to run them out the building. You think so? It's in Ole Miss, you said, right? Yes. It is. Yeah. I mean, if it was at College Station, I think it would be. But like, I saw A&M face a very, very disappointing South Carolina team, and it was thirty to seventeen. But South Carolina had plenty plenty of opportunities to get in that game and even win that football game, but they mm-hmm. just couldn't make it happen. So I'm, I'm going. is yeah. no longer. <laughs> they are. Ooh, they they got to make some changes. Not him. Yeah. I think I think he'll be fine, but I think uh, they're going to clean some – they're going to clean house, for say, with uh, staff changes. But, yeah, I'm going with Ole Miss, and I think – I don't think it'll be that close. Then we hit uh, – oh, yeah, I'm probably going to go Ole Miss with you on that. I just – I think – because it's weird to think Al- the Ole Miss has a chance still at the SEC Championship if they can – if Alabama – I think well, if they lose to LSU this week, I think. Yeah. A, I think they'll have a chance at it. Then uh, we have UConn headed to number 19, Tennessee. They're favored by 35. Tennessee. Well, I, I'm sorry, I should clarify. Man, Tennessee, Tennessee is I, favored I could have guessed that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll go with the volunteers. Uh, UConn was a great story last year. They made a bowl game for the first time in forever. And mm-hmm. under uh, Jim Mora, former UCLA coach. But, uh, I don't they, think they're making a bowl game. No, they're, what are they, like two and six? They're one and seven. seven. Oh, my gosh, yeah, they're not making it. Unfortunately, after a – a great story last year. They 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 ain't making it this year. Yeah, it's sad Huskies. <laughs> Got to go with the Vols on this one. This could be a game for Milton to be like, oh, the here's his big yeah. game of the season. You know, where everyone's like, Milton's good. He's throwing against the basketball team. <laughs> I, hey, I mean, UConn might have a better chance if they threw out their basketball team. I guess they sold their soul for a for a title. <laughs> yeah. Then we have Arkansas headed to Gainesville to take on the Gators. Gators favored by six. So, at the beginning of the season, I was really confident that Arkansas would win. But this year, I'm so – or now, I'm Mm -hmm. so not confident that Arkansas is going to win. I think Florida is going to come off of a, you know, bad loss where they lost to their rivals, have a bad taste in their mouth. And this could go either two ways. They could either come out and just – you know, roll them like mm-hmm. many people think they will, or they could, you know, have, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, a hangover where it's just like, oh man, you know, we lost the big game. Now we're what five and three, and uh, you know, we, you know, this is a bad Arkansas team. Who cares? And I can see Arkansas getting up there and you know playing them close, but at the end of the day, I'll take Florida by three. Yeah, you may have to go Florida on this one just because it's at home. I Arkansas is. They've yet to win a conference game. I think they're just – They're bad. They, they, they'll be in it as usual, it feels like, and then just at the end, just slip away from them. It'll be competitive, but Florida will win in the end. Yeah. Then the Jacksonville State, maybe 
arguably to some people I've heard second best team in the state. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville State goes to South Carolina. South Carolina's favored by 15. I actually really? an upset. I can I want to go JSU just cuz go go Gamecocks. But <laughs> No, uh, I agree with you. Like I'm um, shocked it's 15 cuz A South Carolina's looked horrible mm-hmm. and I'll I'll say this Jacksonville State as someone who loves Rod. Go, go to Rich Rod, baby. <laughs> but uh, someone who's watched a lot of their games because they play on Tuesday and Wednesday mm-hmm. nights a lot of the times. The first time that they haven't played on one of those nights, probably in a month. Yeah. But um, they run a really high-paced offense. Like they, they're like one of the fastest offenses in the nation, like by statistics measures. So um, I think Jacksonville State will cover. Mm-hmm. But I think South Carolina will win, and I think people are going to be really mad in Columbia because they're going to be like, why did we only win by, like, 10? Or against, three. <laughs> yeah, I can see it being, like, 31-21 to 21 or, like, 31-24 to because it's a hard offense to stop. They they don't care if they've lost a yard. They are immediately up to the line. It's very Gus Malzahn-like, but it's mm-hmm. it's very quick, and they, they run a two-quarterback system. But uh, So you think Beamerball is going to get the win? Yes, but I think the Gamecocks from – uh, Jacksonville, Alabama. I mm-hmm. think they will cover, but I think uh, give me the South Carolina Gamecocks by seven. But I think I think Jacksonville State will lead at some point in that game. Uh, yeah, for, it totally slipped my mind. I totally forgot they are both Gamecocks. <laughs> they are. Um, yes. I'm actually. I'm gonna take a risk here. I'm oh. going with the upset. I'm oh, gonna really? go with JSU coming in and shocking the world. <laughs> it would not surprise me. I mean, Rich Rod's a fantastic coach. He's been oh. in the he's been in the game forever. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And ooh, that I think their be... last was their last SEC win over Ole Miss. I think was it Ole Miss like tw- early 2010s? Let me see JSU's last. They almost beat Auburn. Yeah, they almost beat Auburn. They, almost beat, almost they beat Florida list. State two years ago. Oh, well, that is right. They did beat Florida State. I remember that. Yeah. So um, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean. Rich Rod wasn't the coach at Jacksonville State at that time. But, uh, I mean, like I said, it would not surprise me if they went in there and won because I've seen a lot of them. I've seen a lot of their games, and they are not bad. They are not your average random conference USA team. They are a pain in the butt to to scheme against and to see them play. They are uh, they're pretty, they're a pretty notable opponent, and you don't want to sleep on them. Yeah, I think their last – SEC win was in 2010 in the two overtime upset at Ole Miss. Wow. Well, 13 years later, we might get another one. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. I'm for. <laughs> oh, I'm for it. Oh, yeah. You I know, I'm I'm rooting for, for it. it. Uh, do we know what oh, time that kickoff is? It's at 11. That'll help. That'll so, help them. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so you're going Gamecocks. I'm going. Gamecocks. I'm going Gamecocks, <laughs> but I'm going. <laughs> We're both going Gamecocks. <laughs> I'm going with Jacksonville State to cover. Yeah, I'm so. going with you're going. Oh, you're going South Carolina. I'm going JSU. All right, here's a, here's probably the second biggest SEC game of the weekend, which is going to be number 14 Missouri at number one Georgia. Georgia's favored by 15. Missouri's number 14 now. I know it's crazy to think Whoa, about. Whoa, seven and one. Whoa, three I, and one in conference. You know, I look at the AP poll every Sunday. Oh, they could be. Eight no, if they didn't lose to LSU, they it, lost close because it yeah. was just that pick six. Yeah, that the pick six. It. it was really a three point game, and uh, they just played kind of bad. But uh, here's the thing: two things play a factor. Mm-hmm. Number one, 
It's in Athens. We've already discussed about how hard it is to win on the road, let alone in Athens. Okay, that's like you know trying to win in Bryant Denny. You know how many times Alabama's lost in Bryant Denny in the past ten years? I would guess under five. Three times. Three times they've lost in Bryant Denny. That's just for reference. I don't know what Georgia's number is, but I can't imagine it's very. You know they haven't lost in Athens very much, so that that mm-hmm. plays a difficult part. Number two, it looks like Georgia is hitting their stride, but also. I know for a fact that Kirby Smart is saying, hey, do you remember what happened last year whenever we went to Columbia? 22-17, to 17, or it might have been like 29-17. to 17. I don't know if they put a garbage time touchdown. But anyway, Missouri led like late in the fourth quarter, and Missouri was horrible because we had the misfortune of seeing them play in Auburn, and it was like two weeks later that uh, Georgia almost lost to Missouri. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me if they came out there and just – smash them but uh boy i hope missouri wins <laughs> i really do but uh yeah tomorrow though we'll see if they keep that 14th ranking because yeah. as the time of this recording i'm sure by the time this is posted yeah. dear listener <laughs> you will wednesday and then we'll see coming back well tuesday Monday. tuesday or halloween the scariest thing of them all is the mm-hmm. college football committee uh the college football playoff committee releases their rankings so uh that'll be funny because everyone i was telling this to my roommate last mm-hmm. time one of the greatest spectacles is whenever the first ranking comes out because it doesn't matter what team you go for, how bad you've been, how good you've been. Everyone comes together to watch it, and they get super mad about it all together. Like, Auburn's like, not in the top four for the football <laughs> playoffs. Like, people just find stuff to just get mad about, and they just like they come together as fans, and they're just like, this is terrible. Yeah, so, it's, <laughs> so it's great. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the rankings are going to be. I'm going to go Georgia as well, just – at Athens, it's going to be. I'll go 31 to 10. 31 to 10. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be that. Yeah, probably, most likely, it'd probably be like 10 10 going in the half. And then oh, yeah. Georgia pulls away. Then we have Kentucky at Mississippi State. Miss, uh, Kentucky's favored by three and a half. This is a 6 30 kickoff. I can't believe that got that slot. But uh, <laughs> I'll go with Kentucky just because mm-hmm. if Devin Leary plays like he did against Tennessee, then they'll win. Yeah. And they should. If the, if he plays like that, they, they probably should have won against Tennessee. But um, I don't see a world. If that Mississippi State team <laughs> – if Will Rogers does not play and Woody Marks, their running back, doesn't play, mm-hmm. then uh, there's no way that they can beat Kentucky. Yeah, I go Kentucky on here too just because – I know we were like, oh, Auburn did well this weekend, but we also have to say Mississippi State defense allowed Auburn to do well this weekend. You know? was, yeah, we already talked about it, man. That, so, was, that was something. <laughs> yeah, so I got to go Kentucky on that one. And then the big matchup of the weekend, number 13 LSU at 8 Alabama in Bryant-Denny. Alabama is favored by three and a half. Really? Because whenever the lines opened yesterday, it was at six. So that tells me which way people are going. Now, mm. this will be interesting. So Alabama and LSU are coming off a bye. That helps. Brian Kelly's a good coach. I don't care what people say. He's a good I coach. I want to pick the upset here too, but I don't know. Now, here's the thing, though. I've seen this matchup happen so many times. LSU and Alabama, great matchup. Mm-hmm. Used to be, you know, every every year we'd look forward to it because these two were always top five teams, and they were, you know, they, they were. And so under Les Miles and, uh, so, and Nick Saban, obviously, for – Alabama. But anyway, here's the X factor. The the big factor in this is if LSU 
can score like they've scored on literally everyone else outside of Florida State, mm-hmm. and they just they just kind of imploded, and that was the first game of the season. Can LSU score on a really, really good Alabama defense? If they can, they can win it. They can absolutely win it because Alabama's offense is very hit or miss. I mean, it's like, you know, it's a BB gun, for say. That's a good way of describing it. Their, their offense has been kind of a BB gun where it's hit or it's been very off. So if they can score in bunches, if they can turn it into a shootout, for say, they can beat Alabama. If they get into a defensive battle, Alabama will win. And uh, I don't think it'll be, uh, you know, if the Bama defense can shut down LSU, then uh, watch out. It could be like a really low-scoring game. Yeah. So you're going Bama on this? Uh, you're right. I didn't give a prediction. There you going? I'm going with LSU. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I yes. think I don't think Alabama's offense can score. I want to pick against you because I wanted to pick LSU, but then I was like, I don't think Alabama can score with LSU, and I think LSU. Do I join the dark side, TP? Do I join the dark side by going LSU in this? I don't know what you should do. I I was I just because Jaden Daniels has been playing, incredible. Yeah, he's he has been our the best SEC QB right now. And it's not even been close. Yeah. So if it wasn't at Brian Denny, I think I would say confidently LSU. I did bring out that stat. They've only lost three times. Yeah. One of them was to LSU. But that was with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Yeah, that <laughs> game was wild. Justin Jefferson. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna pick Alabama. I, I understand. I'm going to pick Alabama. That was very Just, close. You know what's also really sad? When you look at ESPN's website, they have like ticket prices. Yeah. So they had the ticket prices starting out as low as $141 for that game. I'm and then right above it is the Kentucky-Mississippi State game, and the tickets start at $4. That I can believe. <laughs> I'm actually surprised the Bama game isn't higher because I've seen some absurd ticket prices. This <laughs> yeah, year, that, so. that's honestly crazy that it's only 141 honestly. But, yeah. but that's probably like nosebleeds. I'm about to say, you, you better bring a pair of binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> Finally... Auburn headed to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt. Tickets at $62. Uh, I'm surprised off. it's that high. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn's favored by 12.5. TP, what does Auburn do to win this ballgame? They play like they did in the first half. I don't know what changed. I mm-hmm. guess just, you know, find your find the run game. And I think that was the big X factor last week was they were able to run the ball to set up the pass because that's what Auburn's going to do. They are not a pass-first offense. They're a run-first offense, it looks like. So, setting up the run, and you should be able to run on Vanderbilt. You should mm-hmm. be able to. I don't have the stats out in front of me, but I can't imagine their their defense has been great this year. So, don't turn over the ball. They didn't do it last week, and Auburn won pretty convincingly. And um, outside of some late efforts by Mississippi State. And, uh, yeah, just do that. Just I don't know what changed last week. Do what you did in the first half. Put them away early. And, uh don't turn over the ball and set up the run, and they should win this game. Uh, I won't say convincingly, but I will say they just should just win this football game. Yeah, so Ole Miss is dead last in SEC defenses, uh, dead last in rushing. We're right above them, though, in second to last. What? Really? In rushing. I know. It's kind of huh. It doesn't feel like that, but we, we are, I guess. Nah. We, would you like to guess how many yards we give up per game? 250. Not that high. Okay, yeah, but okay. we give up. So old, I was thinking of passing numbers. I'll yeah. go like 180. 
You're close. It was 161. Okay. We give up on rushing. And then yeah, Vanderbilt gives up bad. 174. Passing-wise, we give up an average of 207. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Vanderbilt gives up an average of 262. Really? Passing? Mm-hmm. What, what about their run? The run, the run was uh, one seventy four. That was their run. So, so, so they're around the same as us. Yeah, they're they're just so we are. So they're dead last, and we're just and above. Mississippi State's right behind us. L- LSU, <laughs> yeah, is third to last, and then you have South Carolina, and then Vanderbilt. Well, I yeah. saw last week in that bad loss they had to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanderbilt brought out. Uh, their backup quarterback from Jackson, Alabama. Shout out to the Aggies. But uh, he's a big dude. I saw him play. Now, you can pull up his name. It's like yeah. Walter Taylor. I believe that's his name. Walter Taylor. I believe he's like 6'6". And he was really good at Jackson. I remember I saw him play in person. He has a cannon. So if uh, if Walter Taylor, I, I need to make sure I'm saying his name right, but uh, <laughs> if that guy plays... It could be interesting to see if, uh, yeah, it is Walter Taylor. Uh, so if he plays, though, that could be uh, pretty interesting to see because he was able to make their offense work whenever they were just getting, you know, kind of destroyed. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. But, uh, yeah, he got – looks like they benched their quarterback in uh, Ken Swan. Seals. No, it's Ken oh. Seals. I think I think AJ Swan might be hurt right now. So, yeah, they they said he was uh, he replaced Ken Seals with Walter Taylor. So, um, yeah, it seems like seems like that might be the way they go. So we might see uh, Walter Taylor play for uh, the Commodores on Saturday. Yeah, OTB. Who are you picking in this blockbuster matchup? I think at halftime it'll be tied. Be I think it'll be ten to ten. I think a lot of Auburn fans are gonna be really mad. You're gonna love Twitter at that time. Oh sure. yeah, you better if you don't have X. Or X. Twi- if you don't have X, you better get on it. I'm sure Jack will be tweeting about it. <laughs> and so I think there'll be some mad Auburn fans because I think Vanderbilt's gonna be pretty pumped up to play this game. But at the end, I think I think Hugh Freeze is a better coach. It's not much of a you know that's not a very profound statement, but I think Hugh Freeze is a better coach, and I think they're gonna win. And I'll go with. Uh, Give me the Tigers 23 to 10. That's what I'll go with. Seems about right. Yeah. What uh, about you, Jack? I'm going to go with the Tigers again on this one. Uh, I think I think they do win this game. Probably like it'd probably be like a 28 to, I don't know, like seven game. Maybe like okay. where we look good. Like we're like, oh got this and then we get stunned by like Arkansas for a little I, I could see that the my only so, thing is it's I think either we get stunned by Vanderbilt and we wake up or Arkansas. It's well I think people are forgetting Clark Lee, their head coach, is a former DC at uh, Notre Dame. So he he also has pretty good defense and I think I think uh I think I don't know. Their defense isn't as good as Mississippi State's and Auburn did pretty well against Mississippi State's but uh it wouldn't surprise me since you know They'll probably study that first half a lot, and I think they won't be able to have that much success. I don't think they'll have similar success, but I think that just comes down to having it on film and mm-hmm. being able to study and prepare and get your guys ready for it. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me today, TP. It's always a pleasure to have you. Um, so thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. <laughs>